Welcome to the Virtual Chapter Podcast, the show that helps you become a world-class virtual CEO, run a profitable and scalable online business, and build a thriving virtual team. We're talking the systems, strategies, and leadership skills that will help you show up, sell out, and do it all with a mountain of ease. Each week, we'll be breaking down the operation side of online business in a way that feels fun and inspiring. We'll share tech tools and tips, systems to streamline and scale, secrets to hiring and leading your high-performing team, and interviews with leading business experts to show you what it really takes to build your business online. I'm your host, Nivek Harrison, CEO of The Virtual Chapter, an award-winning virtual support agency where we help leading coaches, consultants, and creatives build businesses bigger than themselves, create a global impact with a virtual team, and generate more cash than they ever knew possible. Are you ready to up-level your online business? Let's dive in. If I had a dollar for every time somebody asked me the difference between a virtual assistant and an OBM... I'd have a lot of money, (laughs) but it is absolutely one of, if not the most common questions I get asked. What's the difference between a VA and an OBM? Which should I hire? What do I need for my business? So in this episode, I want to talk through all the different roles in the virtual support space because there's probably some you've never even heard of. And there's some that you're probably wondering, what on earth does that person do? And I also want to talk it through because I know it can be incredibly confusing. We actually don't have a lot of language to talk about the different virtual support roles. So often, for example, a virtual assistant is a very broad term for people who can do a variety of different things. So today we're going to talk through what virtual assistants do what online business managers do, what a project manager or a launch manager is, an integrator, a COO, an SMM. We're going to go through all of it. And if you've never heard of some of these roles, that's totally fine. Or it might be like a light bulb going off that this is the person you need. So we're going to talk through the key roles. We're going to talk through some questions to ask yourself so you know exactly who your next hire could be, what sort of person you are looking for. And what sort of support you need to actually make money and save time in your business. So I'm going to start with probably the most common virtual support role, the virtual assistant, the VA. VA is not dissimilar to what we would have thought of in corporate as an executive assistant, even a personal assistant. But obviously the focus here is often on online businesses or at least virtual tasks, online-based roles, and working remotely. You may have a personal assistant or a virtual assistant. The different here tends to be as a personal assistant is somebody helping you often with your own life admin type tasks, whereas a virtual assistant is somebody who's focused on your business. So as I mentioned before, the term virtual assistant is incredibly broad. The skills that a VA could bring are so varied, which is why it's incredibly important not to just be thinking about, oh, I need to hire a VA, but what specifically you need that VA to do, because you might need a VA who is great at designing in Canva, or you might need a VA who is super tech savvy and can look after the back end of your Kajabi account. You might want a VA who does customer support or maybe helps in your sales process somewhere. So you want to get super, super clear on the tasks that you do. And also know that VAs often work by niche. 
So they might have a specific niche or industry that they work with that they know really, really well. So keeping that in mind when you're looking for your people as well. Virtual assistants are often task focused. So you are giving them specific tasks to do. Their aim is completion of the task. Usually these tasks are going to look like admin or creative tasks in your business. And most often you'll sign off on everything before it goes live. You will be tracking what this person does. They'll be coming to you with all the questions or potentially to your OBM if you have one in the team. And they are the people who are very much hands-on getting things done in your business. Now, what we often think of as the opposite or sometimes even the next step is an online business manager. Now, I don't think you have to have a VA before having an online business manager, although I do think the most successful teams have both. And the reason for this is where your virtual assistant is task focused. They are the implementer in your team. Your online business manager is more outcome focused. They are looking at the bigger picture. They are supporting you on the strategy. They are managing and planning and delegating. Online business managers or OBMs can also be called integrators or COOs, a chief operations officer or an operations manager or any other combination of those types of terms. So where your virtual assistant is task focused, doing things as you need them done, your online business manager is more proactive. They are looking ahead at what is coming through, what is happening throughout the rest of the year. You might do your annual or quarterly planning with your OBM. They are keeping track of dates and timelines, all the things that are happening in your business, all the different pieces of the puzzle. They are essentially another brain in your business. An OBM should care about your business as deeply as you do. They should care about the outcomes and the results and the goals that you're setting together. They are also likely somebody who understands and values metrics and analytics and reporting and knows how to take that data and create change where necessary. They are somebody who is looking for efficiencies and opportunities in your business, as well as being the person who is potentially managing the rest of your team. They are the one answering the questions from your team, freeing up your time and your energy so that you can focus on the things that you need to do, which for me, most CEOs should be focused on things like strategy, sales, content, and then their craft, whatever that may be, whether that is coaching or consulting, any other service provider, product creator, etc. With an OBM, you will likely let them just do things without needing your sign-off. They do not need to run everything by you. Certainly, the longer you work together, this is absolutely the case. They will create drafts of things before you do. They are also managing you. This is one of the things that I know a lot of our clients in the virtual chapter look for, is somebody who can sort of manage them as a CEO, somebody who can help hold them accountable, somebody who can remind them of what's going on in the business, the things that need their time and attention, prioritize their to-do list for them. So I know certainly for me, when I have my OBM hat on, one of the things that I might be doing is jumping into the back end of Asana and making sure that my CEO, whoever I'm working with, doesn't have a million and one things on their plate. (laughs) That we are prioritizing their tasks and their energy, checking their calendars, all of those sorts of things to make sure that you 
as yourself as a CEO are in the best possible position you can be to deliver for your business. Similar to an OBM is a project manager or even a launch manager. The difference here is that where an online business manager is somebody you are looking to build a long-term relationship with, somebody who should be growing with you and your business, your project manager or launch manager is coming in for a project, for a season, for something very outcome-based. So they might come in and support you for a launch. They might come in and support you for a rebrand. They might come in and support you through nutting out a specific system or strategy within your business. So they might do your content planning with you, things like that. Very similar role to an OBM. They will likely have a team behind them or require that you have a team behind them to implement because they are not implementing. They are giving you the structure, the tools, the strategy for then the rest of your team to go and deliver or the rest of their team to go and deliver. One of the other really common team members is a social media manager, an SMM. Social media managers exist in sort of this sweet spot between a VA and an OBM because they are both masters of social strategy. Your social media manager should be somebody who lives on social media, is up to date with all of the changes, what's working, what's not working. Um, And they are helping inform your content strategy and also deliver on your content processes. So they're likely doing a combination of planning with you, creating graphics. If they've got copy skills, they might be helping you write content. And then they are scheduling, delivering, potentially engaging, maybe doing hashtag research, but their sole focus is on social media versus a VA who is going to have a much, well, potentially... (laughs) much broader view across your business. Although there are absolutely some VAs who are probably better titled as social media managers based on their skill sets and the services they offer. In terms of engaging these people, it looks a little bit different depending on which role you're hiring for. But the way, the main ways that um, VAs, OBMs or other managers, launch managers, social media manager, even a Facebook ads manager, the main ways you'll tend to engage with them is either on an hours-based retainer, particularly for a VA, you'll often see this, even for OBMs, you'll see this pretty regularly, is that there is a number of hours they are allocating to you for a month. The second option is an outcome-based retainer. This is what you'll more likely see for a social media manager, and it's based on how much or what specifically is being done in that time frame. So it might look like your retainer might look like six blog posts or four blog posts and 12 social media posts, and maybe it includes two hours of engagement. But it's very much about the outcome, not what's being done in that time. And then finally, you will also have project-based pricing. You'll often see this for Facebook ads managers or launch managers where they are giving you a price for the end-to-end of a specific project, regardless of the time it's going to take to get there. So it might be that they are supporting you on your launch, literally from planning through to cart close, and they'll have a list of what's included in that and then Everything is done within that, regardless of the time it takes, regardless of potentially who who is supporting you with that. And then if there are any changes to that scope of work, you'll pay extra. 
All right. So now that you know about all of these different roles, how do you figure out <laughs> what person you need? And I think sometimes we we tend to go one of two ways. And certainly I know the conversations that I have with business leaders is one of two ways of I'll just get a virtual assistant. It seems easiest or an online business manager sounds like a dream. I just want somebody to do all of the things for me. And I think there's a real risk here in jumping without giving it the time and thought it needs. And this is why I'm a big fan of having a really robust hiring process in your business, a process around by which you define what you need and then go out to find the people who match those needs. So some questions that you might like to ask yourself when you're deciding who your first or next hire might be could be things like, are there skill gaps in my team that I'm trying to fill? What are they? So it could be that, like I said earlier, you need somebody who is amazing on Kajabi. You are looking for a Kajabi expert. They are likely to consider themselves a virtual assistant, a Kajabi virtual assistant or a tech virtual assistant, but they are somebody who is filling a really specific skill gap. The next question is, are there leadership gaps in your team that you're trying to fill? So maybe you've already got a VA in place, but you're finding that a huge amount of your time as CEO is managing your VA or that you're really looking for somebody to meet you at that CEO level, make decisions alongside you, guide you and support you, not just wait to be briefed on tasks, in which case you're likely looking for a manager role, whether that's an OBM or a launch manager or a project manager potentially a social media manager, depending on what those specific leadership gaps and skills might look like. Are you looking for somebody to do the work or somebody to plan the work to be done? So if you're looking for somebody, you know what needs to be done. You know exactly how you like to launch. You just need somebody to help you, somebody you can give tasks to. That's a VA. Whereas if you're looking for somebody to go Okay, we're going to launch. Here's the list of all the things that need to be done here. Here's your list of CEO. Here's the list for the VA. Here's a list of things that I'm going to take care of. That might, again, be more of that manager type role, whether, again, an OBM or a launch manager. Do I need a manager or do I need an assistant? So this is a really great question to ask yourself. Do I need somebody who... I'm happy to manage, I'm happy to brief and train and they're just going to assist me in the business or do I need a manager who's going to look after other people, who's going to look after me, who's going to make great decisions for my business? The other question I get asked is, is there a magic number? Is there a point where you're like, I'm making enough money, now I know it's time to hire an OBM (laughs) or when should I hire a VA? There's no magic number here. I think it's a real consideration based on not only your business, but also your life circumstance. So for example, I've worked with business owners who were still full-time in corporate, but wanted either an OBM or a VA as they were building their quote unquote side hustle, their business, because they didn't have a lot of time. They had income coming in from their corporate job that they could supplement their business with. So they were happy to spend and invest in team, but they didn't have the time to work in their team. I've also seen people who have scaled, you know, to multi-six and seven figures with VAs. They've never hired an OBM. They've never bought in a manager level support because they actually like 
those parts of their business and they're happy to outsource the doing to somebody else. So there's no right or wrong here. One thing I really do encourage you to think about, though, is what's sustainable for your business, because I really do think the magic in hiring anybody in your business is in looking for long term relationships, not just a a panicked decision because in this moment you're feeling incredibly overwhelmed, but looking for somebody who has not only the skill sets, but also the values that are complementary to you and your business and what you're looking for. Because the longer you work together, the more you get to know each other, the deeper that relationship is, the more efficient and effective and fun it feels like, the more they can support you because they know. When we're constantly jumping between team members, it can be really, really hard to actually anchor into the support we need because we're doing that whole onboarding process over again. We're maybe doing a lot of training over again. So thinking about your team as long-term relationship builders who are the people who are going to stick around and sometimes this might mean being really cognizant of hiring somebody who is looking to stay in the role for a while being a VA isn't a stopgap for them it's what they love doing because they're going to grow with you all right I hope that was super helpful. I know that it is incredibly overwhelming. Certainly when I left corporate, I didn't think I would deal with this many acronyms again. And then we've got COOs and OBMs and VAs and SMMs and knowing what they all are so that you can make really informed decisions is so crucial as we're talking about building out our own micro teams and allowing, you know, freeing up ourselves to step into our CEO leadership capacity. So if you found this helpful, please make sure you subscribe and leave us a review. I would also love to continue the conversation with you over on Instagram. We are at the virtual chapter. Our DMs are always open if you've got questions or just want to chat about your biggest takeaways from this episode. I would absolutely love to hear them. See you soon.